years. Um, just caught me reading Great Tales of Terror and the Supernatural because it's around about that time of year. And also, it's been a year full of huge amounts of terror. And I've been asked to share my New Year wish for mental health and kind of following on from the subject of terror, what I'd wish for for 2021 is that in mental health, we could find a way of talking about hope and talking about progress and talking about, you know, things getting better for people in a way that doesn't talk over and doesn't drown out things that aren't getting better for people. I really hope that we can find some way in the UK and globally of actually talking about mental health in a way that doesn't just turn into either very, very technical and programmatic stuff or doesn't just turn into a load of candy floss that tastes horrible and then gets stuck on your eyebrows and your beard. So that's my hope for 2021, that we find some common language of hope and progress that doesn't just sound like a load of nonsense. Um, thank you all for listening and it's been great to share this thought and share the time with the MHTV team over this year. Um, so hopefully there will be some fun out there for at least a couple of moments and my tip to you for the festive season is don't ever play Scrabble because it's the least fun game in the entire world. Good evening, everyone, and thank you, Mark, for your message. Uh, welcome to this week's MHTV. I'm Dave Monday, Lead Professional Officer with Unite Union in the Health Sector, uh, and I am going to kind of host tonight's episode. It's an unusual opportunity for me to uh, be in front of the camera rather than behind it. Uh, but here I am. Uh, I know that you're going to be kind to me, especially because there is so many different bits of tech that I am trying to deal with tonight, uh, ridiculously, foolishly, uh, and I am just hoping beyond hope that it will all work. I can see my sound levels going up and down, so hopefully that's working. I can see me, so hopefully that's working, and uh, let's see what's happening. Uh, right, I am now going to go over to... Uh, two excellent guests slash presenters uh, to introduce themselves. So, uh, Nikki, you go first. Hello, everyone. It's nice to see you. I can't believe we've already done a year. It's pretty exciting stuff. So my name's Nikki Lambert. I'm a mental health nurse of a very long time. Um, I'm teaching nurses now. That's what I do. Vanessa? And then... <laughs> Shall I go over to me now? Yeah. So, um... Yeah, hello everyone and happy Christmas. Um, I'm Vanessa Garrity, a mental health nurse of a long time as well. Um, I do all sorts of stuff these days, working for myself, mainly um, with children, young people, um, some writing and also running We Mental Health Nurses and a few other um, online bits and pieces that I do. So that's me and I'm um, looking forward to this Christmas episode. Do join us on social media. Brilliant. And as uh, Vanessa and Nikki always say, we are here on social media. It might be a little bit quieter tonight because we normally have someone behind the scenes dedicated to looking at the messages that are landing. 
uh, and then we share the messages behind the scenes on WhatsApp uh, and hopefully, you know, sort of use as many as possible. It's going to be a little bit harder tonight, but we will do our best to make sure we include as many people as possible. Uh, right, so what are we going to do tonight? Well, we want to do a bit of a review of what's happened so far in 2020 on MHTV. Uh, this is episode 29, so we've got a huge back catalogue of episodes. Uh, we'd love to hear if you've got any favourite moments from uh, the year that we've had so far on MHTV. Uh, but a bit later in the episode, uh, we're each going to kind of talk about our favourite episode or episodes from the ones that we've been involved in. The other thing that we wanted to do, uh, like Mark's already shared, is to hear your New Year wish for mental health. Uh, so if you are watching live, uh, do just uh, post your New Year wish. If you're doing it on Twitter, just pop on the hashtag NYWishForMH. But if you make sure that the hashtag MHCV is on it, we'll, we'll see it anyway. Uh, and we're going to share our own uh, wishes as well uh, later in the episode. We've also caught, called on a few friends uh, to contribute their wishes as well. Uh, and hopefully for Tech Works, we're going to splice them in as we go through the evening. Uh, so that's the, the kind of plan for tonight, really. I hope that makes sense. And let's hope it's going to be a, a fun episode. Uh, it's weird for me as well, because I've got a camera up here, a screen down here, and I'm just trying to make sure I look at the right place throughout. Before we go to another guest, I just wanted to talk to Nikki and Vanessa about their experiences with MHTV this year. Uh, and the first question really, and I'm going to ask this of Nikki, is can you just tell everyone how we came up with the idea for MHTV? I think the, the truthful answer is by accident. <laughs> so we started off with lockdown happening and we were just talking generally about just the feeling that everyone had of being if, if anyone can remember back that far, how shocking it was as an experience, how isolating, how quite frightening it was. And I can still remember the first time I went to the shop and I actually felt, and just and all I was doing was queuing outside. I felt a bit panicky just at, at that. And obviously um, we've all been in very different circumstances. Um, I, I'm here by myself. And so for me, I have to say, I did really recognise this as being quite an isolating experience, particularly at the start, um, but also a period of time when you could, when everything has changed, you can do something different, can't you? Like take a crisis opportunity. So sometimes when something happens and it's such a big shock, you get the opportunity to think really differently about what you want to do. And I think our identities as health workers and, and nurses particularly came to the fore. And we wanted to do something positive, something creative, something that brought us together, um, something that actually took advantage of the fact that we were now basically attached to our Zoom screens forever. So there was something about all the changes, all the disruption, and the fact that you know our conferences were going by the wayside, our chances to connect up, to have meetings together, to share ideas, to celebrate each other, because most of all, we, we like each other. You know, all these opportunities for us as, as nurses, to, to the things that were in our normal kind of social and professional calendar were all going by the wayside. Um, and so what we did was we made a way where we could still have those things. And when you think we've 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 done conferences, we've done the Skellen Awards, we've done lots of things that we're going to come and talk about. We've had lots of conversations that have been about real important things. And we've also messed around quite a lot. And I think there's a lot to be said for that. And it's made um, a difficult and sad situation um, much more bearable. And actually, not just that, I say really a positive thing that we perhaps wouldn't have thought of doing under other circumstances. So that's kind of how it came about. Does anyone want to add anything to that? 
Have I summed it up? Ish. I, I know I, the, the bit that I wanted to add, Nikki, was the uh, bit about uh, the momentous year that we've got this year with not just COVID, but it being the year of the nurse and the midwife uh, designated by the World Health Organization. Uh, and obviously mm -hmm. early on and, and even before 2020, we had that conversation, didn't we, about how mental health nurses often feel the, the kind of forgotten relative of acute uh, mm. adult nurses, hospital-based nurses, uh, and how we could make sure that mental health nurses had voices. And I think before the year started, we wanted to have lots of little events, uh, you know, across the country to, to recognise that. Uh, but lockdown, like you said, stopped that. So it, it's, it's been a great opportunity, hasn't it, to really give focus to mm. mental health nursing. Because, mm. you know, on, on tonight's panel, I'm, I'm the one that isn't a mental health nurse but feel really kind of lucky to work with you guys who, you know, I, just the work that mental health nurses do is so unbelievably valuable uh, and, you know, makes such a, a difference to the world. So I, I think it's been great for that. And to, uh, Vanessa, I, I think going on to kind of a, a bit of a question that's more focused on on your background, uh, you've, you've kind of long been involved with lots of different mental health nurse communities. Uh, obviously, it, we really value that that kind of, expertise and wisdom with MHTV. Uh, how would you kind of rate, you know, how would you feel MHTV stacks up against uh, our, I'm not going to say competitors, but sort of other uh, things that go on out there? You're on mute. Yay! Yeah. I had that in bingo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was deliberate, really. I just thought I'd lower the tone a little bit for us all. <laughs> Keep the benchmark low. But um, yeah, so I think it fits with what Nikki was saying really about how um, how this came about because um, for me, like right at the beginning of lockdown, um, you know, being at home, um, me and my two children and thinking, you know, I need, as a nurse, I need to do something to contribute to, you know, the horrors of what was happening. Um, but also thinking, you know, is clinical work the best thing to do? Um, you know, because that's a natural thing that we all volunteer to do, but quite tricky for me, um, you know, being um, a single parent as well and, um, you know, children being at home. So I started to think about what I could do with the existing communities. So we mental health nurses, was there anything we could do online? And I felt really strongly that, you know, as much as keeping that community going was obviously really important there was something about being able to see people um you know when we're, when we're all at home so having conversations with with you two you know early on and thinking about you know how can we kind of how can the stars align here and how can we bring our thinking together and and do something which obviously went on to be MHTV it seemed like the right thing so I think I suppose in a long-winded way I'm set what I'm saying is I think we need different communities for different things mm -hmm. so I think um, we mental health nurses and other online communities is great because I think it's an equaliser um, and I think there's something about the fact that it's Twitter that does equalise voices and allow everybody to kind of um, talk um, in a sort of really democratic sort of way, although sometimes, you know, it's not completely democratic, but I think it's as good as, as we get. Um, and I think, you know, MHTV, we maybe don't get that in the sense that we're on screen, we're choosing who our guests are and people are watching us and asking questions of, of us. So it's not quite as democratic democratic in that sense but I think in another sense it's it's more um it's more human because you can see our faces 
Um, we can share practice. We can share expertise. Um, I used to um, run we something called Beyond the Room with um, with Mark Brown and um, Andre from Mental Health, and and I loved doing that because we used to go to events that a lot of mental health nurses don't get to go to. Um, hearing all the cutting edge research from around the country and internationally sometimes as well and listening there as a mental health nurse and thinking you know when I used to manage a ward and that kind of thing I would never have had the opportunity to get to these events so it was great to be able to sort of narrate those events and share them online and I feel like what we've done takes that to another level because we're able to actually um, you know produce something ourselves um, you know, sort of scout out what good practice is going on and, um, you know, encourage people to come on our episodes and talk to us. And I think like Nikki says, something about um, being human and accessible and um, having a sense of humour is really important. We never planned for this to be a sort of corporate kind of machine of, mm. of, of, a, of a show. It was always about mental health nurses talking, sharing good practice, hearing what's going on out there. So I think... Um, yeah, I think in a long-winded way, that's kind of it for me. So I think that there's a space for everybody and everything. Um, and I think what's really exciting is being able to join those spaces together and also draw on the sort of generosity of the community, which is what we've done this week. Nobody's been paid. We we aren't paid to run this. Um, none of our guests are paid to come on it. It's completely um, been run on goodwill and the generosity of the mental health community which, you know, has been fantastic. And, um, yeah, and thank you, um, you know, to everybody who's kind of joined in and supported us as well. Yeah, it's, it's been a really fun hobby for us, hasn't it, as, as well as a kind of a labour of love. So, uh, you know, I, I, I think something that we feel really proud of and, you know, we, we know it's not perfect and we know that we, you know, could do, you know, things differently, but we, you know, we're really pleased with what we've achieved. Now, let's cut away to our second guest now. So I've got a few buttons to press. So let's see how this goes. Hello, my name is Andrea. I'm the Chief Executive and Registrar of the Nursing and Midwifery Council. And I would like to send very special festive greetings to everybody watching. 2020 has been a year that we are never going to forget. We were looking forward to it as the International Year of the Nurse and the Midwife, a year when we were going to be able to celebrate the contribution that nurses make. We have indeed been celebrating the contribution that nurses make, but not quite in the way that we expected. COVID-19 swept away all of our plans for this year and you, alongside all of the other nurses and midwives and nursing associates in the UK, have been at the heart of our response to the global pandemic. And as mental health nurses, you've been particularly important. This year has brought untold um, worries to people across our lands, uh, you know, grief, isolation, loneliness, anxiety, worries about uh, unemployment, all sorts of things have impacted on mental health and in some cases has triggered really severe problems. So what you have been able to do to support people in our communities has been so very, very important. And I'd like to say a huge thank you to all of you for all of that. I hope that over the Christmas period, you are able to take some time for you too. It's really important that we care for those who care for us. 
So I've been asked, what is my wish for mental health nursing for 2021? Well, uh, my first wish is that I really hope that you get the recognition that you deserve. You are absolutely vital to health and social care. And I hope that people recognize that. And alongside of that, we have 91,215 uh, mental health nurses on our register. And I would love us to have a whole lot more. Wish you a very Merry Christmas and a very happy new year. Bye. So thanks to Andrea for sharing her thoughts and New Year's uh, wish for mental health. Uh, we're going to be sharing these videos on Twitter after tonight's episode. So uh, do take a look there. And obviously, if you can share them around, that would be brilliant. Now, uh, obviously, we've kind of given some background as to where MHTV came from. Uh, since our first episode on the 21st of May 2020, can you remember back in those... Uh, warm sort of summer <laughs> months where you know we were well, i hate to think what was happening then but uh you know 28 episodes later uh, i just wanted to share a few statistics i was looking earlier today uh the episodes on facebook have been seen by uh, over 16 and a half thousand people uh also we've done uh, live episodes of the mental health nurse research conference uh which was seen by over 2,000 people on facebook uh, and also, obviously, uh, the Skellen Lecture as well, which has uh, been seen by over 500 people. So, you know, we're kind of getting on to 20,000 people having been involved with some output from MHTV. Uh, we've also offered it as a, a podcast, and that's been accessed by over 4,000 people. Uh, so, again, you know, we, we're really pleased that it's been something that's been uh, uh, good, to, good to watch. Uh, so, thinking back all the way to May 2020, uh, obviously, there should be some rich pickings for our favourite episode. Uh, Nikki, should we go to you first? Do you want to tell us about your favourite episode that you've seen uh, or been involved in so far? Mm. Well, I love a chat, so to be honest, I like them all. But yeah. <laughs> um, my my favourite, I really liked the first one we did. Um, that was with Mark, uh, Mark one and four, Mark Brown and Ben Hannigan was our guests, and we were talking about kindness, and we were it was just when we were first starting and. The um, the theme for mental health week or mental health yeah mental health week was um, changed from sleeping to kindness and we had a discussion about it and I, what I really valued about it what I really enjoyed about it was this idea about being able to take time out to talk about an abstract thing and to share ideas and to to build on kind of mental health conversations and I, I love that I love the fact that when you have these conversations there's no one trying to score points no one's trying to win everybody's trying to have fun connect communicate build on each other's ideas and that's that's the that's what i love about mental health nursing and that's what i really value about it um and i liked i like that very much and i also really really loved um taking time out to do black lives matter and i valued so much hearing from our colleagues with experience of mental distress being people of color um having um life experiences and the ability to kind of communicate and talk about that because we have so far to go still and I really like the fact that we were able to talk about current stuff stuff that matters stuff that makes a difference to people's lives so that's those are my two favorites what about you Vanessa what did you like um I think the kindness one's a good one um I think that was a really good episode that stands out I think partly it probably stands out because it was our first episode as well mm. um but I think it was just a really nice um relaxed positive conversation and um, so a good one to start with 
Um, I thought that the um, one we did on moral injury was um, was really good and particularly timely at the moment with everything that's been happening this year. Um, I thought it was brilliant that we were able to bring MHNR to um, MHTV this year and make that much more accessible to people. And I hope that some of the things that um, came out from kind of from doing MHNR this year are taken forward so that, um, you know, in future that conference is more accessible for people um, and other conferences too, because I think that was a really good thing for us to do. Um, and I also loved the um, the green prescribing one. I thought it was a really interesting conversation, partly um, because it's something I'm interested in myself, but um, but just a really sort of creative way of, of um, you know approaching mental health and recovery and things. So um, I think there's lots more. Um, I suppose one other one that I'll just get in there really is um, the one we had with Rachel in Australia. Um, we did that early on. Now, Rachel's someone that I used to work with a long, long time ago. Haven't seen each other for over a decade because she's been living in Australia. Um, and it was brilliant to be able to um, to run MHTV from the other side of the world and get a perspective on um, on mental health nursing in Australia. So, yeah, that one stands out as well. Now, Vanessa, well, I'm not going to tell you mine yet because I'm going to cut away to a couple of videos. The first video uh, is a a reflection on uh, the session that we did uh, with Rachel over in Australia. Uh, And, you know, it's funny to how, uh, you know, in some ways it's no different to any of our episodes. You know, whether I'm Zooming my, you know, one of my children upstairs or Zooming with someone on the other side of the world, the, the kind of technology is is pretty similar. You know, there's, there's no change, but it, it's it's really nice isn't it, to have that feeling of being able to connect people over such vast yeah. distances. Uh, yeah. And obviously, it was great that that Rachel could spend that time with us. There was something that was happening as well quite often in in those weeks of uh, uh, our first few episodes. So just let me uh, show you this video, and it, it might remind you of something, Vanessa. <laughs> Awesome. Yes. <laughs> just a few years ago, I was all, and I was, um, people could always find me if they were looking for them, but he, um, yeah, where the events that have to the nearest psychologist or over the above population. Now, what you might not have realized watching that was that was a, a probably about the first five or six minutes of the session. Uh, and in that five or six minutes, there was about 20 seconds of clips of Vanessa's smoke alarm going off repeatedly. Uh, and I, th- I, th- I think we faced that trouble for a few episodes early on, yeah, didn't we? Did. Yeah. And, and we kept kind of saying, you know, Vanessa, do, do we need to give you some help to get this smoke alarm fixed? Or do we need to send yeah. someone round or, or something? Uh, you, did, you did manage to fix it in the end, didn't you? But what, what yeah. was interesting was then an, another incident happened a few months later. So do you want to tell us about that? Yeah, a few minutes later, um, because I've got two children, so, you know, they're always instructed to be, you know, to be quiet and and to play nicely while I'm doing MHTV. But uh, um, one week, my son came in and said, Mummy, um, I need you to come upstairs now. And I said, I'll be there. He said, no, Mummy, there's a fire. And (laughs) I went upstairs and his computer charger had set fire so I had to put out the fire and then calmly come back downstairs and carry on with what we were doing which is of course what I did so yeah 
So the joys of um, of doing this at home, but the smoke alarm got disconnected because, of course, you know nobody could come into the house to fix it, and I couldn't figure it out. So in the end, I discon- I managed to disconnect it. So yeah, I'd forgotten about that. <laughs> so what we probably need to say is that we do not advise anyone to disconnect the smoke alarm. But you know <laughs> that that's not a kind of a, a, a public service broadcasting <laughs> message from uh, tonight. Now it's reconnected. I've got new batteries in it, and it's working. Um, it's working beautifully. I'd like Good. to report. So. Good stuff. <laughs> uh, we we have had other incidents that have happened during MHTV. So uh, let's uh, share a clip from our social media episode that we did. Um, if you've got ideas, you know, put a tweet out and see what other people think of your ideas. And you never know. So sorry, just <laughs> my dog. <laughs> so what's your dog's name? He's Bruce. Bruce. Um, Bruce. Well, welcome Bruce to Bruce. Bruce. Um, yeah, so if you've got an idea, you know, put it out there. And most importantly, yeah. don't put anything out online that you wouldn't want to receive back. I think that's key. Yeah, brilliant. A nice recovery, by the way. You're going to be fantastic <laughs> in this job. <laughs> um, Mark? Um. And I think that highlights a couple of things. One is the kind of uh, resilience of our guests to kind of continue through all adversity. But I think the other example it shows is how unbelievably sort of brilliant our presenters are, you know, both Nikki and Vanessa, uh, responding to crisis, even on the other (laughs) side of the country, and still kind of keeping things together. So I don't know, Nikki, was that your favourite kind of, went horrendously wrong moment. Yeah, I quite enjoyed it. Well, I think it's, it was quite funny. As I thought I did quite well of not looking that surprised, but a couple of people sent me some very unflattering screenshots of me going, <laughs> so thank you for that, for people that sent those things. Yeah, lovely, thanks. I'm amazed how slick we are as a team. <laughs> yeah, we've done pretty well, haven't we? Uh, but we're just going to bring someone else in now for their New Year wish for mental health. Uh, and I think we've mentioned him at least once tonight. It's uh, Professor Ben Hannigan from Cardiff University. Not only has Ben been a really good supporter of MHTV, he's also been a guest a few times and has been involved in getting the message out there through MHNA UK. So I'm sure we all want to say a big thanks to Ben. But here's his message uh, starting now. Hello, my name is Ben Hannigan and I'm a professor of mental health nursing working at Cardiff University and I'm also the outgoing chair of the organisation Mental Health Nurse Academics UK. So at the end of 2020, I think that mental health nurses working everywhere deserve an enormous vote of thanks. So huge thanks to all practitioners working in the community and all practitioners working in hospitals. But the group of mental health nurses that I particularly want to single out to offer my particular thanks to are first of all students of mental health nursing and academics and mentors and supervisors and assessors who've been supporting students of mental health nursing in practice because we need to remember that during the year of the pandemic Mental health nursing students, along with students of other fields of nursing, were invited with the support of the Nursing and Midwifery Council to move outside of their normal roles, to work alongside registered practitioners and healthcare support workers as part of the national effort during the COVID-19 
crisis, and that has been the most extraordinary upheaval for them. It is quite a way to begin a career, I would suggest. And of course, the academics who will have supported students of mental health nursing will have needed to tip their curricula on their heads to have adjusted their modules, to have redrawn all their timelines and to have done every bit of that, frankly, at the drop of a hat, they've needed to turn on a sixpence. So an enormous thanks to everybody involved in the education and support of student mental health nurses. And for next year, well, in 2021, my wish is that there are more mental health nurses than there are in or have been in 2020 and in 2022. I hope that there are more than in 2021 and in 2023. You see where I'm going with this, don't you? We need more mental health nurses. All my very best mm -hmm. to everybody. Thank you. Oh, and thank you, Ben. You know, as always, we really appreciate the support and, you know, what a great uh, advocate and person that fights for mental health nursing, uh, not just in Wales, but across the UK. So, uh, you know, thanks, Ben. And, uh, you know, Merry Christmas to you and Happy New Year uh, just to you, Ben, and everyone else. So, Nikki, you asked me before about my favourite episode. So I think I was like Vanessa said before the show, watching through uh, some of the past episodes, uh, both for finding clips and also kind of reminding about the, the great content that we've uh, we've had and we've shared. Uh, I think my favourite was way back on the 11th of June, and it was episode four. Uh, and it featured uh, Emma Wader, who's going to show uh, be on the, the the episode in, in a little while, uh, Raza Griffiths and uh, Professor Alan Simpson. Uh, and they talked about research during COVID-19. Uh, and there's a few reasons why I really enjoyed and remembered this episode. Uh, I think one of them was it was kind of our first episode with a big sort of crowd of people. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I do like it when we fit lots of people on the screen. I think it's, it's nice that we can, you know, pull lots of people together. Uh, the other thing is I feel really privileged in the job that I do that quite often I'll be sat in rooms with really clever and influential people that are talking about really interesting subjects. One of the frustrations that I have with that, though, is that, you know, it just goes in my head and I might be able to kind of let people know on Twitter that it's happened or I might be able to kind of write a report about it, but quite often feel a bit sad that you know, other people haven't heard that conversation and haven't been able to get involved in it. Uh, and I think that this episode, uh, you know, particularly for me, was the first time where it was kind of reflecting on lots of conversations that I'd already heard, but letting other people hear it too and asking their opinions and, and getting them involved in it. So it was uh, really, really good for that. Uh, I think the other thing that was really nice is I often hear sort of criticism that mental health nurses either don't do research or don't advertise the research that they do. And actually what we've done with MHTV this year is completely blown away that assumption. Uh, and people have said to me, you know, subsequently those arguments, and I've been able to say, well, actually, if you go and watch episode five and episode, you know, X and Y, and also if you go and watch our International Mental Health Nursing Research Conference, 
you know, you absolutely can sort of see that, that that's not the case. Uh, and for people that still kind of trot out that, we can say, no, actually, uh, it's your ignorance that's that's kind of uh, propagating this. It's it's not, you know, from from a basis in fact. Mm. Uh, and and I felt I felt really proud about that. I think the other thing that was quite funny was the way that it was the first time that the screens all went wrong. Uh, and uh, as uh, Vanessa and Nikki will go, uh, we'll we'll be able to kind of attest. I get really stressed about when people turn off the webcams. Uh, because it messes up my screen placement on on the OBS software, uh, and I'm going to show you a video now just on on what can go wrong. Sorry about the soundtrack, but I had to use a soundtrack that wasn't copyrighted. I just want to flag up. We've talked quite a lot about um, community services, but I think mm -hmm. it's worth thinking about that inpatient services. I think he's yeah. going to say, yeah. <laughs> Yes, so that is the stress of my life, having to chase these people around on a virtual screen. Uh, luckily, it's not happened too much, but that was the first time that it did happen. Right, so I've said about my favourite episode, uh, I think we were now going to move on to our New Year's wishes. So uh, who wants to go first with that? Should we say Vanessa? Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I think my New Year's wish for mental health would echo a lot of um, what's already been said. Um, I think for me, um, what Mark said about hope, um, I've always said that's the single most important thing in mental health. And certainly, you know, in my clinical work, I've always said that no matter what we can kind of measure and, and, and you know, look at on an assessment or it's always about, you know, giving people hope and carrying people when they feel they haven't got any hope. And that's, for me, the essence of mental health nursing as well. Um, I think other than that, from a new year, um, my wish would be about inequality, because I think that there's a lot of talk about mental health, but um, there isn't much talk about people who've got serious mental illness. And I think the, um, the narrative is still around um you know people who've got some milder mental health difficulties who recover and go back to work and things and we don't talk enough about people who um you know where recovery isn't about going back to work but you know recovery might just be able be about going down to the the local shop or you know having um, having a friend or you know something like that so you know what's meaningful to one person isn't another it isn't meaningful to another and I think it for me it's all wrapped up in inequality so I guess yeah for me it's about um you know continuing to kind of raise awareness about inequalities and do what we can um to you know to help reduce inequalities and, and to campaign and uh, and talk about it and I think you know this is like the Centre for Mental Health, you know, mentioned are doing brilliant work in that area and there are others as well. So, yeah, so for me, that would that would be that would be the main thing. It's about hope and it's about um, inequality and inclusion as well. 
Oh, thanks for that. Mm -hmm. Now, we're going to go to another video before we hear Nikki's thoughts. Uh, so uh, we're now going to hear from Claire Hockey, uh, who is the MSP uh, in, up in Scotland, uh, and she's the Minister for Mental Health in the Scottish Government. Uh, we asked Anne, Anne Armstrong, who is the mental health nurse lead in Scotland, for a message, uh, but she knew that Claire would want to send a message. Uh, so here it is. 2020 has been a very different year to the one that most of us had anticipated. It's impacted the way we all live our lives, the way we work, and for some where we work. Many will have had additional caring responsibilities at home. Some will be looking forward to seeing loved ones again who they haven't seen for quite some time. Some will have loved ones who are no longer with us. Regardless of what 2020 has thrown at us, Mental health and learning disability nurses have continued to strive to provide safe, effective care to the best of their ability. This has meant that you have had to be even more innovative than usual. There are many examples, such as utilising technology like Near Me to provide support and care for people, implementing COVID safe environments to help keep people safe while being cared for, and supporting the mental health and well-being of the workforce to enable them to do the best that they can. This year, more than any other, I'm in awe of mental health and learning disability nurses for their drive and their determination to go above and beyond to provide support, care and treatment to those who need it. 2021 is just around the corner. The development of the COVID-19 vaccine and mass immunisation programme ahead of us offers hope of returning to a more familiar way of life. So my wish for 2021 is that we come out of this stronger and more resilient than ever before. The Scottish Government's Mental Health Transition and Recovery Plan provides a blueprint to ensure that we continue to build on the COVID-19 response, refreshing our commitment to tackling the stigma around mental health. We're committed to supporting health boards deliver mental health services which are stronger and better and which will meet the evolving needs of the people of Scotland. It will enable us all to freely discuss our feelings and emotions and seek early help and support when it's needed. Mental health and learning disability nurses are essential in this journey and will add real value in creating a new and brighter future as we go forward. Thank you for all that you've done in 2020 and that you continue to do. I wish you all a restful Christmas and a happy new year. And so that was north of the border up in Scotland. Uh, before we come back to our thoughts on our new year, which I want to just head over to uh, England as well. So I'm just changing the screens around and now we're going to head to England and Emma Wady. Hi everybody, I'm Emma Wady. I'm the Head of Mental Health Nursing at NHS England and Improvements and I've been in post since January this year. I wanted to start by saying a massive thank you to each and every one of you that has been working this year. This year more than ever has seen us put under immeasurable pressure both at work and in our personal lives as alongside the normal um, distress and trauma um, and hope that we carry for our patients we've also had to contend with the COVID pandemic. Each and every one of you has contributed in amazing ways to transform how we deliver mental health services and how we continue to support not just our patients, but their families, our colleagues and our communities 
in what has been a time of immense difficulty. Despite the challenges of COVID, this is also a message of hope and of achievement, because actually this year we have seen the launch of an All England Action Plan for Mental Health Nurses, which will for the first time bring together key organisations, stakeholders, clinicians, yourselves, to really think differently about how we continue to attract, recruit, retain and celebrate the unique contribution and diversity of mental health nursing. So my one wish for next year, and it's difficult to have one wish because there are so many things that I would like us to achieve, not just as a mental health nursing family, but a wider nursing and healthcare family to really improve um, the lives of our patients and communities. But one thing that I think COVID has really shone a light on is the impact that providing care, particularly providing safe, effective and compassionate care at a time of pandemic, is the impact that it has on us. The impact it has on us as mental health nurses and the impact it has on our wider nursing family. There has been a huge investment and a huge awakening and acknowledgement actually around the mental health needs of healthcare staff and particularly nurses. And this is a unique opportunity for mental health nurses to really shine and share their experience, their knowledge as they continue into next year to really support and advocate for really timely and effective mental health support for their colleagues, your colleagues, for yourselves and for your patients. So taking this time to reflect, it's been a busy year. It's been a year that none of us would have predicted, but it does end actually with a, a positive in that we know we have more people wanting to come into mental health nursing than ever before. And we have a real challenge now to ensure that those that come into the profession stay. A challenge to us all is also to take some rest so I hope and would like to wish you all a very Merry Christmas, whatever you will be doing. Many of us will be working across the Christmas period, but I hope you do get some opportunities to spend some well-earned time with your friends, your family and your communities, ready to recharge and reset for 2021. Oh, thank you, Emma. And um, Nikki, what are your new year, what's your new year wish for mental health? I guess I'd quite like to say what she said, but <laughs> that ship has sailed. So I guess um, there's something about, there, about the turn of a year where you think everything will be different. And I think what 2020 has shown us, the gift that keeps on giving, is that um, we do need to balance our, our ambitions for, for really good quality care and for really making ourselves innovative practitioners and, and, and all those basic expectations of us doing a really sound job with safety for us and for the people that we work for, service users, and um, that emotional health and well-being. I think the changes that 2020 has forced me to do around uh, meditating again, swimming, doing things, um, eating properly instead of just always, you know, grabbing something on the run and taking more time, slowing down. I'd like to see us take, as 2020 has served up an absolute I don't want to say sandwich, but I think we know. <laughs> um, there's, so there's something around the fact that it hasn't been wholly negative. It's been really horrible and really difficult. But there are things, the lessons perhaps that we needed to learn as practitioners 
and people working in mental health, which is to maybe treat ourselves with the respect that we try to treat other people with sometimes. You know, that idea about taking a stop, not just doing hours because people ask you to, you have to be safe to be able to do them. And and it's really difficult, isn't it? Because I know that a lot of people are financially constrained at the minute, and this is a time of year where you you really do feel that. But I think there's something around putting um, our emotional and physical safety and well-being back to the centre again of our practice because we're not going to get people joining us as nurses and we're not going to be able to keep them if we don't role model the kind of behaviours that we know help people stay in this business 20 years. So there's something around, you know, treating ourselves with compassion and respect and making sure that we extend that um, safely to everybody as well. That's what I would like to see for us. Mm. Oh, thanks, Nikki. Now, we're going to head over to Wales and to Hazel Powell, who's a nursing officer in, in the Welsh Government. So uh, let's pass over to Hazel. I'm Hazel Powell, nursing officer for Mental Health and Learning Disability at Welsh Government. It's uh, It's been some year and I'd like to say thank you to all the mental health nurses uh, across Wales and beyond. Thank you for working tirelessly to keep uh, service users and family carers at the centre of, of what you do and to uh, raise issues around the impact that COVID and the pandemic has had for people. Thank you for working compassionately with uh, service users and family carers, but also with each other and looking after each other. That compassion and caringness has been uh, needed more than ever this year. And, and thank you for working flexibly, for working across the whole health and social care sector and for stepping out of your comfort zone and, and helping to look at where you could add most value. Um, and definitely a big thank you to frontline nurses, but also to the healthcare support worker workforce, to the student nurse workforce, to the, the nurse leaders and the educators and, and researchers. So I think of all shone really brightly this last year in terms of the professional standards uh, and have made a real difference. So I, I really appreciate that. I think you're, I think you're all fabulous. If I had a, a wish mm. for 2021, what would it be? Well, other than to be beyond COVID, I think I, I would wish um, globally for an end to uh, stigma and health inequalities, which I think add a, a real significant burden to people when they're going through uh, challenges. For nurses, I would wish that they worked in a role that they value and can make a difference in, and that uh, within that role, the work within a team that supports and values them, and that team works within an organisation that supports and values the whole team. And, and again, that mental health nurses are, are supported and valued appropriately by society, and that their, their, their work and values recognised. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Oh, thank you, Hazel. Same to you. Uh, I'm just going to give my kind of uh, wish for next year uh, and then we'll kind of wrap up because uh, as always, uh, MHTV episodes seem to run away with us and it's kind of the finish before we've even felt like we started. Uh, I think that the main thing for me is uh, that I would love next year it not just to be about clapping mental health nurses, mm-hmm. but actually truly recognising the work that they do Uh, And we can do that in lots of different ways. Uh, One of the big ways is to make sure that we recognise the fact that over the last 15 years or so, they've faced uh, real-term pay cuts. And actually, you know, like Nikki said before, if we want to retain and recruit uh, 
the best people, then we need to reward them. Uh, and it's not all about money, but money is a big part of things. Uh, and actually to live in a world uh, in such a sort of one of the world's richest economies uh, where uh, nurses have to rely on food banks to get through uh, their week, uh, you know, we, we should feel deep shame on that. Uh, and I genuinely hope that next year we will move forward in in kind of righting that wrong. Uh, yesterday we did a, a, an online rally uh, to kind of highlight the demand for a 15% pay rise for NHS staff in England. Uh, and, you know, it's absolutely critical that NHS staff uh, get what they deserve. But it's not just about money. It is about other issues like supporting uh, staff with their own mental health. Uh, and I think that's been one of the hardest things for me this year, uh, not only speaking to our members day in, day out and hearing the the tales that they have to tell and the the pressure and, and the, the kind of uh, stress that has been placed upon them in, in not just responding uh, to COVID. You know, this was a reality before COVID. Uh, and also in terms of the work that I've done uh, with NHS England around uh, nurse and midwife suicide, you know, it's such uh, an important subject. It's it's so important that we support uh, you guys out there to to uh, you know to 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 survive through through what is a, a really difficult stuff. Uh, and we hope that MHTV is just one of the little ways that that we do in that. Uh, I think on that point, uh, you know, I'd, uh, we we got an email a, a week or so ago from someone that had watched an episode, uh, and it was just really nice because the kind of highlighted how after the episode they'd contacted Nikki. Nikki had put them in touch with the uh, one of the speakers. Uh, they then got in touch with someone else that they'd uh, sort of been tweeting along the episode with, uh, and that resulted in kind of some more uh, activity, and, and they, they got in, in touch to do some stuff about uh, possibly uh, getting involved in a conference next year. Uh, and then coming back to more guests that had been on the episode, uh, and just kind of saying how that had made a huge difference to their own practice. Uh, and I think it's lovely to have those kind of examples of, of where MHTV's made a, a bit of a difference. Uh, so we're really kind of grateful for that. Uh, we do know that uh, one of the best things about MHTV is our, uh, the people watching and the contributions that you make. And we wanted to finish uh, with our last uh, video from one of our most, uh, should we say, prolific uh, uh, watchers out there. Uh, and that's a, a really nice guy. He's actually been on an episode uh, himself, uh, Alfonso. A great uh, episode so, as well. Yes. But you yeah. didn't say that was your favourite, Nikki, did you? In my head, I did. <laughs> Good. It's, it's a well-deserved one. Uh, right, so I'm going to pass over to Alfonso now. Hello there, I'm Alfonso Pezzella and I'm a lecturer in mental health at Middlesex University. It has been particularly evident this year the amazing work that mental health nurses do and the difference they make in people's lives. And for this, I say thank you. Through MHTV, we saw the range of work that mental health nurses have been doing to support people during this challenging year. And my wish for the future is that we will talk more and raise more awareness about mental health and the role of mental health nurses. If you missed any of the episodes, check them out. They are on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. And I know there is a great episode on LGBT mental health. 
do check it out. I wish you a good holiday break when it comes. Look after yourself, stay safe and keep well. Well, I don't think you can have a, a better message than that, can you? Uh, I'm not sure there's much more I can say tonight. Is there any other things that you, uh, either of you guys want to say? No. Nothing. See you next time. Yeah. OK, well, it's been great uh, sharing, not just tonight with you, but uh, 28 other Thursday evenings. Uh, thank you mm -hmm. for joining us. Uh, we've got some exciting episodes already organised for next year. Uh, details on Eventbrite and our Facebook page. But I think it, it's nothing more than to say uh, from the three of us, Merry Christmas, uh, Happy New Year, and we will see you in 2021. Good night. Good night. Bye. Happy Christmas.